Susul. Welcome to Under the Plum Bob Podcast, a show about a couple of great friends who have similar interests and like to talk about the EA Maxis series of games known as The Sims. Melissa here, your friendly neighborhood editor and social bunny host, with me today, once again, and hopefully forever and ever, is Jess. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So we wanted to do a quick wrap up of 2019. By the time you're listening to this, it's 2020. New year, new you. We get it. The past of the past. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. I think this might be one of the first episodes of the new year, which is pretty exciting. But because the holidays can be a little crazy, we wanted to just do a quick roundup of anything you might have missed while the holiday season was kicking our respective butts. So. Here's a little kind of news and awareness roundup. Did you have a a delightful holiday season, Jess? Yes, I did. Did you? I did. A little bit of travel, a little bit of family time, and definitely a good amount of playing The Sims, which is honestly what we're all here for. Am I right? Of course. Of course. Best part of the holidays. If I had to vote on the best part of the holidays, it would be playing The Sims. Speaking of voting... See how I set that segue up very obtusely? Very nice. (laughs) (laughs) We had another community stuff pack vote. I don't know if you remember quite a while ago. I want to say it was back in sometime in 2019. We had a first round of of votes for what we wanted the next stuff pack to be. Uh, And it was, you know, crowdsourced, community-based The community came together and was able to make a decision on what the next bit of content was going to be that Maxis is going to put out. So the results of the second round of voting, would you do the honors, Jess? Number five was fun tech. Number four, science and technology. Number three, self-care. Number two, happy haunts. And number one, arts and crafts. This is kind of exciting. That is. Can I ask you to divulge what you voted for in this? I picked arts and crafts. So did I. I don't know. I I like a good new set of skills for a sim. And I feel like, you know, crafting could use a day in the sun. You know, we've got our floral arranging. We've got our, you know, I guess sculpting. But I like a skill that like has a produced item at the end. I think that's always fun. So I'm very excited. I think what the gurus have said is that don't worry, numbers two through five that didn't win are still like not out of the running. We might see some more happy haunts content uh, in the near future. So don't despair if you wanted a ghost hunting career or self-care for your sims. Using sims as self-care and playing a sim that's using self-care might open up like a wormhole paradox of redundancy. So maybe it was best for the sake of all of us that we didn't get that one. I can only watch my Sims take a bath for so long. (laughs) Oh, wow. This one has different colored bubbles. Amazing. (laughs) I honestly, though, I'd take it. I'd take all of these. I would. Yeah, I would too. They all sound so fun. Right. So the winning gameplay aspect within the theme of arts and crafts, the rankings are as follows. Number five was embroidery. Number four, edible art. 
Number three, glass fabrication. Number two, sculpting. And number one, which I am the most excited about, knitting. Knitting! What up? (laughs) Don't we already have sculpting? Like, we have the clay, I guess. So maybe that was going to be more intense sculpting. I gotta say, glass fabrication, like glass blowing, that would have been pretty hardcore. That would have been. And edible art would have been really fun. But we already have that cupcake machine if you have the... uh, What expansion pack is that? Uh, Anybody? Anybody. If you know it and we're dumb, tweet at us. Or tell us on Facebook how dumb we are for not remembering. So, But I'm excited about knitting too. Do you knit in real life? I do. What's the coolest thing you've ever made? Um, I'm working on this scarf right now and it's all lacy and I love it. It's very luxurious. That sounds very fancy and so above my skill level and I respect, I respect anyone who can make anything out of anything. Like this is why I'm excited about arts and crafts because I cannot art or craft at all. Seriously. Uh, Like anything visual or tangible, not my art scene. Music, maybe. Crafts, not so much. But now your sims can do it. Yeah, we can make scarves and And hats. With Realm of Magic, now we could maybe knit some some hats and socks for the house elves and, and free them. Yes. I'm pretty excited about it. I know that this was very controversial, and I kind of love that, you know, we're mobilizing in the community to, to vote for what we want, and I'm just excited to see more of this. Yes. So a, a sort of related note, around the same time, SimGuru Nick tweeted out, about a hotfix patch that came out around November, citing that major issues have been addressed. That includes fixing the legacy version installation, the issue where the toddler's needs decay was two times faster, yikes, fixed some crash issues for mod users and cleared a DU error code. So they kind of were able to get that cleaned up right away. I want to say that like latest batch of yikes was triggered by university coming out does that timing feel right i think so yeah yeah because that's about a week after the latest expansion of our universe if you want to learn more about that we're not going to go through every single item but you can go on ea's official site for those patch notes and sim guru nick on twitter gives a little bit of background as to what that is and and why it came about additionally With the release of Discover University to console, which occurred on December 17th of 2019, Natch, there's a patch. Naturally, there's a patch. Uh, SimGuru Legacy announced in December that a PS4 and Xbox One update for The Sims 4 would be taking place on December 5th, 2019. And we're pretty sure that made everything ready to go for the new expansion pack. So if you're playing on console, my console bibbies, I love you all. I promise. Check that out. If you want to go to university, you can now do so officially right now in The Sims 4. Did you hear about the merch news? That the Sims merch store has Discover University designs? Can you believe? I know. Can you imagine? I mean, do you want to go to Foxbury Institute? Or Brightchester University? Of course, definitely. I gotta say, as someone who graduated from a college that also had a mascot of dragons, this is a cute-ass shirt that no one will really know what it's about. But I'm not mad about it. 
I mean, you're listening to this now and it's a little bit after the holidays, but you know what? Do you have one of those birthdays that's obnoxiously close to the holidays and you never feel like you get anything for your birthday because you just had the holiday? Here's the thing. Treat yourself. Get some university merch. And while you're at it, get some Under the Plum Bob merch. You can find all of the stuff that we sell that has our adorable ass logo on it at undertheplumbob.com. And we got a big surprise update on December 12th. There was new toddler hair. Adorable. Yes. A baby Yoda object. (coughs) Yeah, it's so cute. There's a picture on Facebook of an army of the baby Yodas. I saw that too. It's, uh, It's named the child in the game. I will not add spoilers for the show if anyone has not seen Mandalorian, but... If you are, unless you're living under a rock, you've seen the Baby Yoda memes and uh, the child statue lives up to the hype in game. I will say that. There is also new music tracks available, converted hairstyles to be available for children and toddlers. Helpful. And lots of fixes and funny words. Funny words, as in here are a couple of great uh, patch notes that we really enjoyed from the latest batch. The latest patch batch. Natch. Sims can now scrap the unfinished paintings of visiting Sims, which is great. Yeah, good. Get out of my house and stop using my canvas. Do you know how expensive it is to like buy a fresh canvas every time you come over and paint a really bad version of a social bunny? Get out of my house. Yeah, knock it off. Caterer Sims will now be able to make a cake and complete their party event goals. Thank you. In City Living, they have fixed the shrewd trait. Um, what's this now? What is the shrewd trait? Hold on. Fabulously wealthy and shrewd trait. You have to have a couple different milestones completed in the fortune aspiration, it looks like. Yeah, after completing the fabulously wealthy aspiration, your sim is awarded the shrewd reward trait. There's not much to say about this. Your sim will get 5% off of household funds added to their total every week. I'm sorry? The first payment comes one week after the completion of the aspiration. So if you finish at 9 a.m. on a Sunday, interest payments will be on Sundays at the same time. This is bananas. Wow. This is smart. See, I swear to you, I learn new things every day. I looked this up super quick. Of course, found Carl's website. Thank you, Carl Sims 4 Guide. We love you. Hashtag we love you from Vanity. He recommends that if you're playing a long game like a legacy spanning multiple generations, completing this aspiration early on is something to consider as it will work for you provided your shrewd sim is alive and keeping sims alive. It's not too difficult with all life extension possibilities. Interesting. Very interesting. Yes. All right. Next, seasons. Sims can now complete New Year's resolutions on any lot and not just their home lots. Well, that's good, seeing as we are in the new year and working on our resolutions now. Yes, on all lots. What's your resolution for 2020? Uh, My resolution is to go to the gym more often. Amen. Uh, That should be one of my many resolutions. I'm trying to wake up more earlier in the day. More earlier? Wake up earlier. (laughs) (laughs) The pedestal gnome will no longer spawn as part of the Harvest Fest gnomes tradition. He's a table. He knows he's a table. He doesn't have any illusions to the contrary. Poor pedestal gnome. He's just trying to fit in. Mm -hmm. I remember that coming up in the the group chat uh, for our group. I don't know if you saw this, Jess, but 
we have a under the plum bob official guide to all gnome outcomes if you want to please your your gnome overlords during the harvest fest more on that in a little bit but pedestal gnome started to show up and we were like is this a wild card do we have to like research him and add him to the to the whole uh it was stressful so glad he's understanding that he is a table yes Forget famous, household members will no longer react to members with pristine reputation every time they travel together. Like, we get it. They're perfect. No need to rub it in. (laughs) (laughs) Enough. Stop it. Relax, Brittany Cho. Enough. In Discover University, Sims will no longer be accused of cheating on their coursework or homework if they don't actually cheat. Okay, yeah, a couple of us ran into this, actually. I haven't played a ton of university yet, but I did have this come up. And I know, um, actually, in the stream that we were playing with Roxy, she got back that she was cheating. And I think she got, like, lower grades for it. And we were befuddled, simply befuddled. So that was fun. That should be up on our YouTube channel by now. So check it out. Go to YouTube and search Under the Plum Bob. Another patch note from the gurus says, We addressed some feedback that getting A's was too easy. Please be aware that your sim will have to complete the coursework in order to consistently get good grades. Who? Who was complaining about this? Yeah. Who? I wouldn't have. No. No, sir. Give me that A. Have you been um, playing with university at all? Are you running into this issue? A little bit, yeah. It's just too easy. Seriously, is it actually too easy for you? Because it's freaking hard for me to get A's absolutely not easy at all god so they're like don't worry we made it really hard for you oh great hi it was already really difficult thank you so much Ugh. please be aware that a sim's hunger energy and bladder motives will no longer refill on their own just before class can you imagine how great your life would be if as soon as you went to class you like didn't have to pee anymore that would be amazing I have to go to class. Oh, wait, I'm not hungry at all. It's like the magic um, when your sim goes to the hospital to give birth and they're like suddenly completely fine all around. If I had that ability in college, woo, I'd be taken over the world. There were so many classes I went to with a bag of chips with me. (laughs) Uh, All the food truck food that I consumed, wolfing it down in the back of a class. Uh, And finally, chat about scandalous lawsuit now provides fun. I don't know what that did for you before, but overall, that's interesting. Glad it's fun now. It's good to it's good to gossip sometimes. Yes. <laughs> so, last Maxis Monthly of the year took place on December sixteenth, which honestly feels like a full lifetime ago. Sim Guru Mustache, aka Ninja, and Sim Guru Beard, aka Duke. That is a Roxy joke. I get it. Haha. Hosted this episode. There is an update from Sims TV, which uh, is for Sims Mobile and Free Play, and we're really happy for them about that. I don't want to shame because I got in trouble for inadvertently shaming our console players. If you play Sims Mobile and or Sims Free Play, we want to hear about it. Tweet at us, write to us on Facebook, tell us your stories, tell us your best drama, what just happens for Sims Mobile and Free Play, because I really, I, I, I've tried to play it. I think I've said this before, it doesn't do it for me, but I'm always willing to give it a shot, so. I need to get back into free play, see if it's still the same. I mean, it's free. Like, I, I hate turning down a free option, but yeah. it's it's not what I like about The Sims, but I get that it's good for some people. Yeah. 
they mentioned on this episode that five times as many voters showed up on the first round of the stuff pack voting compared to the uh, laundry day vote, which is interesting. Making our voices heard. Exactly. And that we have the opportunity to do that is fantastic, I think. The second round of voting began on December 23rd. Hope you saw that on your social media so you can get your opinion out there. We are still all eyes and ears for the next round of voting. I love it. I love getting in there and kind of seeing even just the ideas that they're playing around with at this point. It's just fun to see. What did you think of the um, the different style previews? I love some of the names on them. You got Granny Chic, DIY Delight, Cozy Craft Workshop, or maybe DIY Workshop and Cozy Craft Delight. Sim Guru Mustache apparently screwed that one up. Okay. So, yeah, you flip one. Yeah. I love them all. I really like Granny Chic for some reason. Me too. I'm all about that. And like with our our knitting stuff coming out, uh, I'm going to make the coolest grandma. <gasps> Maybe I'll start a grandma cult. <gasps> I love that idea. And it's like not a mean cult. It's like she adopts children and like takes them in and like raises them to be good and kind and is ultimately a superhero. Bakes for them and knits for them and all kinds of stuff. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, the wheels are turning. If you want to see that on a stream or hear me talk about it, tweet at us. Let (laughs) us know. Right on our Facebook and shout us out on Insta. Let us know. Okay, no more digging for social media plugs. That's a lie. I will definitely do it at the end of this episode, as always. Yeah, let us know with hashtag granny cult. Yes, yes, that's it. That's the hashtag. I'm obsessed. Okay, and so to give love to my my console lovers, big, big, big news. You guys are going to have the gallery in early 2020. Can you believe this? That is so exciting. This is a boon for console players. I mean, our console guru on our own team, Dom, predicted that this would be coming. And we are thrilled for him and for anyone out there who's playing on console because this is the way that we're going to open up the creative dialogue between PC and console players. And I'm thrilled to see. Like, we have this whole tank of unfettered talent in our console builders And I'm going to get to steal all their builds. And I can't wait. I am thrilled. Thrilled, thrilled, thrilled. It's so exciting. It really is. So talk to me about all the other kind of year-end news and and newsworthy items that went on in uh, 2019. Okay, there were a few articles that came out right at the end of the year, within the last month or so. There was one called Promoting Inclusion in Games Through ERGs, a.k.a. Employee Resource Groups. Yeah, I have these in my company. ERGs are called Employee Resource Groups, and it's really just a way... At my company, I call them like extracurriculars. They're basically clubs that you can join internally with the people you work with to kind of like just find common ground amongst the people you work with. So apparently... At Sims Camp, you know, they brought in a couple of game changers and worked with ERGs at EA. And a lot of ERGs have to do with, they can be about really anything. The ones at my work are uh, Asian Pacific Islanders, um, My Abilities Network for differently abled, disabled people, um, uh, Women's Network, uh, Veterans Network. So it's all different kinds of, you know, identity related groups. And it looks like there are a couple at EA from this article. It says, for example, the Sims 4 Island Living Expansion Pack, developers collaborated with the Asian Pacific Islanders Represent, ERG, ASPIRE is their acronym, 
to ensure they were incorporating South Pacific and Polynesian-inspired components that would seem familiar to players of that background. So we've talked a lot about how the cultural awareness seems to be getting a little bit better in terms of what EA and Maxis are putting out. Similar conversation with the Pride Month celebration in June and just just more, not even sensitivity, but awareness really about that there are different kinds of people in the world. And I'm really hype about that as someone who works like for my job job works with like internal clients and, you know, people I work for the people who work for the company. This is really cool to see that this was uh, something that they leveraged in order to make something really great. That is cool. Love including different ideas and cultures and backgrounds into what we do playing The Sims. Yeah, I think it's, I just think it's really cool. And it had that connection to what I do every day. So that's because I'm very selfish. (laughs) Okay. The next article, I'm going to put a little content warning. Uh, Skip ahead a few minutes if you're not interested in hearing about death. This article is titled, I Resurrected My Dead Friends as Sims. Ocean Capewell wrote this as a guest writer for Huffington Post that came out on November 25th. Pretty self-explanatory. The title is what it says. But I read through this and got a little weepy on the train when I read it. This writer literally made her friends who had passed away, made them as Sims. And it's, it's just another example of using Sims to deal with grief. It, it, it's it's a really sweet story, and I recommend you reading through it. And I will forgive the fact that this person used cell phone pictures of their game and not screenshots. I love you. It's okay. I accept you. Ocean, I accept you. <laughs> <laughs> I did really like the aspect of them having adventures that they would never have. Right? Kind of sweet, yeah. It's a sad story, but it's one of those times where we get to talk about how the thing that we love helped other people. So, And then for a more lighthearted article, we had I Need Answers to These Sims Mysteries Right This Second by Kelly Martinez on BuzzFeed. And that came out on December 4th. Kelly, 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 you must be new. Listen, I liked a couple of these. Some of these we've definitely talked about already. Some of them we haven't, so I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you a little bit, my dear. But some of these mysteries, we get it. So check out this uh, episode's description for links directly to some of the myths that Kelly addressed. So she talks about Skip Brooks' death, which we talked about in episode... 38? 38, titled The Brokes Can Break Your Game. So Kelly has her own theories. We know what we're talking about, too, so you can check that out. She asks about Bella Goth's disappearance, which we covered in Episode 5, The Goths, A Legacy. We also talk about Don Lothario and the Calientes in another episode, uh, Episode 19, Days of Our Plum Bob, which is the title of how we discussed Don. We talk about Nervous's parents, Nervous Subject's parents. This is uh, another a, a mystery that she wanted to solve. We talk about him and his relations in episode 12, Nervous Subjects. And then we talk a little bit about the land grab's fortune and where it came from and our various speculations uh, in episode 29, Top Hat Money, parentheses, the alleged history of the land grabs. So, Kelly, if you're out there and if you're listening... We invite you to take a listen to those episodes. 
But I will give you props for these last two. Please know that we've either got episodes in development for these myths or are definitely about to get some episodes in order. What is your awareness of the Von Haunt estate fire? I've actually never heard of that. Yeah, so apparently, according to our friend Kelly, uh, the estate is a popular tourist attraction in The Sims 4, ripe for exploring. It's that really big house. It's got the big maze in the background. Super haunted. Please note, management accepts no responsibility for any so-called paranormal encounters you may experience on this site. Apparently, a tortured artist accidentally started a huge fire in 1898 when he tossed one of his paintings into the fireplace, killing many unfortunate Sims. It's claimed the fire was an accident, but was it? So fear not, we will absolutely be reaching into the Von Haunts, their estate, and everything uh, related. So stay tuned. What about Pixie Carlton? What do you know about her? I actually have never heard of Pixie Carlton, and I do have Sims 3 ambitions. Yeah, I had it too. I'm trying to think back to the racket. I think, honestly, I'm pretty sure I never even touched this family because it was too big. Playing large families in The Sims 3 was a freaking nightmare. Yeah. And just so scary. Hated doing it for 100 baby challenges. The fact that you attempted a 100 baby challenge in Sims 3 is terrifying to me. So I'm on the racket family page and I'm looking for Pixie. Reportedly, she died of electrocution. Her urn can be found in the Racket family household. The Rackets also happen to be notorious criminals. Hmm. Interesting. So she's not particularly related to anyone, but her urn is at their house. So I don't love that. Mm-mm. Yeah, uh, the urn of another deceased Sim, Pixie Carlton, can be found inside the house. She does not appear on the family tree and is most likely not related to the Rackets in any way. Jeez. Wow. I mean, these games get dark. They do. We know this. There's another in Sims 3 in the late night town, which is eluding me right now. Off to the side of one of the apartments, there is like an entrance to a secret underground bar, but there's also a ghost that hangs out there. (gasps) Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. I have no information on her at all. I need to look that one up, too. See, like, and this is why this is so great. Like, we're going to be doing this podcast for freaking ever because there are just more and more things. We already did a ghost episode. We did an episode on, like, the mechanics of ghosts, but we haven't really done one on, like, famous ghosts, as in, like, characters who are ghosts. So definitely interested in hearing more about this speakeasy ghost about pixie stay tuned we will absolutely be looking further into this situation definitely and then the last one in kelly's article was strange town we covered a little bit about that in the nervous subject episode as i said uh episode 12 But we absolutely plan on, in the very near future, circling back around to Strange Town. Some say the predecessor to Strangerville. Others say they're not related. What we do know is some weird shit went down in Strange Town, like for sure. So we will absolutely be revisiting uh, that content in the very near future. So stay tuned. Our What Just Happened is from our Patreon Simzin Karen. And Karen says, Hi, I recently had a Wicked Whims MCCC incident that is perfect for the what just happened. I made a new family in preparation for university expansion. Father is a crude businessman and expects his son and daughter to be the same and get into the iviest of Ivy League schools. Mom is a stay-at-home mom, but all she really does is drink and meet up with her clubs. The staff can take care of everything else. 
They have twins Timmy, shout out to my bestie Tim, and Piper. Timmy is the perfect child type. He does his homework, is listening to his father's lessons, and knows what is expected of him. Piper is more of the artsy type, and she is determined to be a triple threat. She doesn't care about homework, and she definitely marches to the beat of her own drum. I spent a week building the perfect home for this family, including a den that only the dad and Timmy are allowed in, a lounge and bar room, butler's quarters, homework room, etc. Quick pause on the den that only dad and Timmy are allowed in. Sorry. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Please continue. (laughs) I finally get to start playing them, and I'm working on building up the twins' skills when I find out that through wicked whims and unprovoked by me, mom is pregnant. Oh. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed, but figured, hey, three children isn't bad. Why not? When mom goes into labor, we rush to the hospital. It's a baby girl. I'm excited because that's exactly what I wanted, and the story in my head, the mom really wanted a girl since her first one is such a disappointment. Super excited that baby Pearl is born. Then, it's a boy. Oh my gosh, twins. Again. Baby Kezia, or Kezia, is born. Not sure how to pronounce that name, so I'm sorry. Then, it's a boy. Triplets. I've never had triplets in The Sims before. There is no fertile trade. Uh. Not on a ley line. WTF. Then, it's a boy. No. Quadruplets. No. (laughs) I type in the name Killian and hope and pray she's done. Luckily, that's all the babies. I truly believe that it only stopped because the maximum household number of eight was reached. I had to remodel my beautiful home to accommodate four more children, and I downloaded a mod that allowed for two regularly scheduled nannies because, you know, mom isn't going to change her lifestyle just because she has half a dozen kids. She has gossiping and day drinking to do. Oh, my God. I uninstalled MCCC and immediately called Tim to tell him everything. Now I'm just basically doing the gameplay I planned on and ignoring the quadruplets. I aged everyone up a lot faster than I wanted because four babies and then four toddlers got old fast. It was the most shocked I've ever been playing The Sims, for sure. Quadruplets. I'm, like, I am aching. Like, my head aches from the thought of quadruplets and how much... This is this is why I'm a big wuss and I don't play with mods. I'm sorry. I'm too yeah. scared to play with mods. I shut down all of my mods so stuff like this does not happen. It scares That's me. terrifying. That is just... Uh, I, I just... I can't. So, thank you so much for that story, Karen. I hope your large brood is doing well and that your story is not suffering too much by that series of very unfortunate yeah. events. <laughs> Hang on. Can you hear that? Because I can hear Vanity just screaming one shrill note of fear at the thought of four babies at once. I can just hear it off in the distance. Echoing across the nation. <laughs> <laughs> So with that, let's do some shout outs. Number one, shout out from Jessie, Brilliant Chaos on Apple. She says, it doesn't get better than this. Absolutely fantastic podcast about my favorite video game series with a group of hosts that make you feel like you're sitting around talking about The Sims with your best friends. This podcast helped fill the void of gal pals that I had after I moved away from home and I couldn't be happier. Jessie, thank you so much. That's thrilling. Ugh. We are so glad to fill a void of gal pals, and we are so here for it. We're here for it, and we're here for you, Jesse. Yes. In similarly exciting news, maybe not as awesome, but pretty freaking rad, we got a little bit of a shout-out from Simguru George. Ooh. And when I say shout-out, what I mean is somebody on Twitter, at Simscapes, posted our... Under the Plum Bob podcast, uh, gnome chart that I mentioned earlier, uh, sans pedestal gnome. He does not make an appearance in this one, and it sounds like he never will. 
but it's our chart um, that tells you what you need to use to appease all the different types of gnomes at Harvest Fest. Again, you can check that out at undertheplumbob.com. SimGuru George replied to this tweet and said, There is no true appeasement of the holiday gnomes. Gnomageddon will happen. It is inevitable. Dun, dun, dun. Listen, SimGuru George, we have worked hard. Okay, Caitlin worked hard yeah. <laughs> on finding what those gnomes needed. So if you are promising Gnomageddon, best you believe we will make a chart when that day comes. We will be prepared. Best believe. Oh, we kind of flew through that episode. I'm kind of surprised. I think we got enough done. I think we wrapped up 2019 pretty nicely. I'm just psyched for for 2020. I talked about what I was looking out for uh, in the new year in a special hybrid episode where we did some like 2020 predictions. You can check that out. It's probably the last episode or very recent history. But Jess, what are you looking forward to in 2020, Sims related or otherwise? Uh, I'm just looking for more time for myself to play the game. Also, just more fun expansion and stuff packs. I'm definitely looking forward to that knitting. Absolutely. Oh, I'm so excited. Will you will you knit a plum bob in real life to celebrate? <laughs> oh, I have to now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will keep everybody in the loop on that one. How I, I don't knit, so I cannot fathom how how well or not well that pattern would work. So I'm, I, I, I give you that challenge and also my prayers. <laughs> Thank you. So if you want to find more of us, you can find us on social media. We are PlumbobCast on Instagram and Twitter. Tweet at us and Instagram us. That's not a verb, but go with it. PlumbobPodcast is our name on Reddit. There's also an Under the Plum Bob podcast subreddit that you can check out and keep up to date with our stuff on there. We are Under the Plum Bob podcast on Facebook and Tumblr. Use your little typity type hands to search for us. And our website is undertheplumbob.com that I definitely got right earlier in this episode. For real, for real. You can use the contact form on our site or just email us directly at undertheplumbobpodcast at gmail.com. And we are also on Twitch and YouTube where we provide video content. Just look up Under the Palm Bob Podcast on there. We have a weekly Twitch stream at 1130 a.m. Eastern U.S. time. And one of our Simizens, Dom, NerdyDude247 on Twitter, has stepped up as our Sims console expert. Check out his weekly posts on Tumblr at Under the Console. Subscribe, rate, and review Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Play, Pandora, wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate and review us there. We also have this super cool Patreon. You can follow our page and check out our options. Everybody who contributes even a little bit gets an invitation to our private Discord channel. We are very fancy. We talk all the time about really dumb stuff. So jump in and chat with us. We get tons and tons of ideas for future episodes from you guys. Um, we need you, truly. <laughs> so check us out. Giving even a little bit helps us keep the lights on here at Under the Plum Bob. All of our content, all of, all of the money we earn goes back into the show. We also have merch. If you want to wear our faces, it's not our faces, not yet, but maybe someday. Our cute as heck logo, wear it on your body, put it on a mug, put it on a, we have a water bottle now for Team Hydrate, super fans. Uh, check that out under the plumbob.com. We want to give some writing and research shout outs to Roxy, who did most of the research work for this episode. Jess, I'd like to thank you for jumping on and, and chatting with me today. Thanks for having me on. 
Of course. Thanks, as always, to the wonderful Sim fan sites out there that provide most of the research and news that we use. Sims Community, Sims VIP, Carl's Sims Guide, which we said earlier. Thank you, Carl. The Sims Wiki, Iron Single on YouTube. And last but definitely not least, thank you for listening and loving this game as much as we do. We are so grateful to share a fandom and have enthusiastic support from our community. Perfect. <laughs> some ham horn for you guys. Thank you so much for listening in. We will catch you next time. But until then, I think it's time to go back to the real world. Bye, everybody. Bye. Badish. Dag, dag.